Boy. Anybody watch the markets this week? <laughs> Hi, everybody. Thomas Miller on the Saturday edition of the Fun Astrology and Merriman Market Analyst podcast. We're going to read the free weekly newsletter from MMACycles.com. It's right up at the top. There's a link, and it's for the week beginning August 21st, 2023 couple of quotes to get us started. This from Seeking Alpha on August 16th. The article was entitled New World Failure. It says, it was only a year ago that Beijing and Moscow touted a new world order, but things appear to be unraveling fast for their economies. While the news has been grim, the countries are responding to their economic problems in different ways. On Tuesday, China slashed a range of key interest rates to shore up its economy, aiming to reignite growth and investment. On the other hand, Russia's central bank hiked rates by 3.5 percentage points at an emergency gathering, bringing its key rate to a total of 12 percent, fearing inflationary pressures that could ripple through its economy. And then this article from FridaysFoxBusiness.com. Thanks to a combination of high inflation, rising interest rates, and unrelenting growth in the national debt, interest payments are expected to triple from nearly $475 billion in fiscal year 2022 to a stunning $1.4 trillion in 2032. Now Ray's commentary. He says, wouldn't you know it, I get sick and the financial markets develop a hemorrhoid, a real pain in the, well, you know what. <laughs> I might get better before the market does. Or maybe we both end our misery about the same time that four planets change their directions, stations, over these next two weeks. On the positive side, I had a delicious meal of gnocchi last night. I must be getting better if I'm eating potatoes. It was the same story for stock indices throughout the world. After making primary or yearly highs within a week of Venus turning retrograde on July 22nd, nearly all were falling precipitously to new multi-week, even yearly lows by the end of last week. And there are still two more weeks to go before Venus turns direct September 3rd. But it wasn't just stock indices that cratered last week. Bitcoin simply crumbled. It broke support as the sun squared Uranus midweek. Uranus is noted for breakouts of support or resistance. Last week, support broke. By Friday, BTC was down to 25,600, almost back to the 24,750 low of June 15th, and a netherworld lower than its yearly high of 31,824 on July 13th. That was just one week before the goddess of love and financial security decided it was time to end her journey as the brightest light in the evening skies and head for her new reign as the brightest star in the pre-morning sky, a reign that officially started with last week's conjunction to the sun, but it won't be apparent to the eye for a few more days. Maybe she will herald a return to the glory days that preceded the start of her new retrograde cycle. Gold and silver got tarnished, too, as Venus began her backward motion in Leo, the sign often associated with gold and royalty. Both metals had recently peaked on July 20th as the station began. But by last week, gold had been down almost every day since Venus turned retrograde. 
Now, the shorter-term geocosmics and longer-term thoughts. This article from the Wall Street Journal on Friday. The summer bond market route is delivering a windfall to savers whose rush into higher-yielding investment products is reshaping the U.S. financial system. Americans poured $36 billion into money market funds this week, taking advantage of yields that have soared past 5%, a figure that only recently seemed like a dream for consumers and businesses shopping for a place to park their cash. Now another article from the journal back on August 8th. The reaction among Mr. Trump's haters is to wonder why his supporters don't hate him too. Mostly they tell themselves that his voters are stupid. But never does their own role in stoking Mr. Trump's popularity occur to them. End quote. (laughs) Ha ha, finally, Ray says, the market cycles are starting to make sense under this Venus retrograde. A cycle of indecision, changing of mind, and the urge to return anything recently purchased. Uh, wait a minute. Really? (laughs) This quote-unquote clarity is just in time for Mercury to start its retrograde motion, August 23rd through September 15th, which is hardly a harbinger of clarity. So what happens when the planet of indecision and mind-changing meets up with the trickster? It promises to be a strange dance between worlds of hope versus the realities of missed or false signals. Did you say you liked me and wanted to dance? No. I said, you are like me, and I like you, but don't take it seriously because I'm really just a chance. Maybe it will work, or maybe it won't. But if it starts to look promising, I promise I will leave and return another time. Ah, the beauty of retrogrades, especially Mercury, Venus, and or Mars. When direct, so dependable. When retrograde, so indirect and always ready to compromise or split, as if unsure of what it really wants or can do. Markets generally disdain uncertainty. Only a couple of more weeks but it may require a real washout by year's end to feel as if life and the markets are really a bargain again. But Venus retrograde is really only one part of the contra-trend story of financial markets, as they have been madly rushing for cover since July 22nd, plus or minus one week. As several come to the cliff and decide to jump off, We note that a vortex of four planets will be changing their direction in the next two weeks, starting with the trickster, Mercury, who turns retrograde this Wednesday, August 23rd, through September 15th. While Venus in retrograde may have trouble making a decision, Mercury has no such problem. Its issue is sticking with a decision for more than one to four days, It likes to impress everyone for its quote-unquote flexibility based on the data. But the data seems to contradict itself every one to four days. With Mercury retrograde, the data and its accuracy or assumed implications may be questionable. Then five days after Mercury turns retrograde, its higher octave on the scale of planetary symbolism related to intelligence, Uranus, also turns retrograde, August 28th. One is capable of suddenly changing directions, Mercury, for short periods of time. 
The other, Uranus, is capable of changing directions for longer periods of time, weeks if not months, starting any time within 12 trading days of its turning point. And I'll just add here that that takes us all the way back to Thursday, August 10th. So we're in it. Uranus retrograde is one of the three strongest planetary correlations to the culmination of primary cycles in many financial markets, even stronger than Venus retrograde. Interestingly enough, Venus ends its retrograde and turns direct on September 3rd, just six days after Uranus changed directions. So the contra-trend nature of Venus's retrograde ends nearby to the multi-week change of direction associated with Uranus turning retrograde, and all within one week of one another. The importance of this should be obvious to every reader, listener, and financial astrologer. And as if that's not enough, Jupiter turns retrograde in Taurus, nearby to Uranus, the planet of change, one day later on September 4th. So, four planets change their direction within 12 days, August 23rd through September 4th. That, too, is a formula for a market change, and the midpoint is right about when Uranus turns retrograde. Usually, three stations in a short span of time is enough. It's like saying the same thing in a different way. Something is about to change, and since it seems like the world and its financial markets are falling into an abyss, maybe it's just not really the case yet. Venus also rules personal savings, Taurus, and the fairness of the courts as arbitrators of justice, Libra. Both concepts are very much in evidence today, as noted by the quotes that accompanied this week's short-term geocosmics and longer-term thoughts section. It will be interesting to see how the markets and the courts, especially public opinion, change when both Venus and Jupiter change directions September 3rd and 4th. Savers are becoming well-off again, which I think bodes well in the long run for a soft economic landing. A nation of savers has a better chance of lasting financial security than a nation that has been forced to be speculators over the last two decades. It's one reason that tore the generations apart, resulting in great mistrust of one another. This may help to bridge that wealth gap and generation gap that has been a sore spot socially. So I see cause for hope here in a social sense, with savers being rewarded. But politically, I see little cause for hope if the choice is between the two current leading contenders where no love, Venus, is lost between them and their supporters, and in which neither is willing to debate others who are willing and qualified to run for office. It's baffling to see how this justifies caring, quote-unquote, for the opinion or respecting the intelligence of the American citizen. If you, as a leading candidate, truly care about America, as you claim, let us hear how you would respond to those who are willing to have this conversation and let the public clearly see the differences in your plans for America's future. Only in that way can the citizens make an informed and intelligent voting decision. Otherwise, this just seems to be an exercise in rigging the election. But there is this, too. 
Maybe the leading candidates and party leaders don't want Americans to make an informed and intelligent decision. Maybe it's about something else altogether, like Pluto moving back into Capricorn, power and control. Pluto moving into Aquarius may have something dramatic and unexpected to say about this by the time of the 2024 election, or immediately thereafter. And that concludes this week's newsletter. And let me just tag this on to the end, because that is such a perfect transition into something that I think will be very important for this next year. For the last, well, more than a lot of you have been alive, <laughs> Ray and his team have published the annual MMA forecast dot 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 year publication. Well, the 2024 book is now in pre-sale. I will tell you, I have purchased this every year since I've been following Ray. The 2023 forecast book, I had the privilege of narrating to audiobook, and it still is available and still is very relevant, and there is still a lot of the year left. You just heard one of the most important astrological symbolisms that we are going to be dealing with for the next year and a half. My podcast partner on Old Soul, New Soul Astrology podcast, Robert Glasscock, has been looking at this for years in the solar arc charts. Same thing different lens, but exactly the same time frame. I would personally encourage you to jump on MMACycles.com and order your advanced copy at a discount. This will be for the ebook and the print book. If ever there was a year that you wanted to have this, this would be it. I think that's a great place to leave it. So have a great rest of the weekend, and I'll see you back on the Fun Astrology Podcast on Monday. Our level up this Sunday night is Kristen Lawhead and Alyssa Aris, and then we'll be back with a full week of podcasts from the Sprinter Van next week from Atlanta. Have a great one. We'll see you. Bye-bye.